has done bad to you, it shall work out for your good. If you believe that, you should turn down. Amen. Welcome to the Word of Truth radio program. That clip you just heard is from last week's broadcast. You can catch up on the podcast at www.pastorobi.com slash podcast or search for Pastor Obi Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast and on your favorite podcast platform. Today, Pastor Obi speaks on four key phrases to use when you pray. Stay tuned because you have not heard this talk like this before. Make sure you catch up on previous episodes on his podcast on pastorobi.com forward slash podcasts or watch on YouTube forward slash Pastor Obi. Here is Pastor Obi. I'm so happy they're able to join us this Sunday for service. How have you been? How is your work? How is your family? How are things with you and yours? I trust that all is well with you. Today, I want to speak to you on two word phrases you should always use whenever you pray. Sweet Holy Spirit, I ask that you teach us your word. I thank you because you're an awesome God. You're a wonderful Savior. I worship you because of all the good things that you keep doing for us. Your love for us is mm, mind-blowing. Sweet Spirit, teach us your word. Tattoo it on the fleshy part of our hearts this night for it never ever to leave in the name of Jesus. Amen. I think I thought on this subject um, close to two years ago, about two and a half years ago, but I want to revisit it, especially this period we just um, concluded our faith series because, you know, growing up, we are thought that is in church that prayer is all there is that prayer is the master key that whatsoever you need from god once you pray you will get it that is true whatsoever you need from god prayer grants you access prayer is that request that you make of god so that god will do the things he has promised that he will do for you but without faith your prayers won't work now we've done a study of, of faith Let's start learning how to exercise our faith. One of the ways we exercise our faith is through prayers. I put something down here I want to read for you. I say, how you start your prayers show who you truly worship. And that is the truth. Always have it at the back of your mind whenever you want to pray. A man that has God in the forefront of his heart, in the forefront of everything he does, no matter the circumstance, no matter the challenge, whenever he goes to God in prayer, there is a way he approaches God. He approaches God knowing for sure that God is the only one that can rescue him. You will notice that whenever he approaches God, there is no anxiety. No anxiety. Paul said, do not be anxious. Be anxious for nothing. Jesus told us, don't worry about what to eat, what to wear, and all that. Because God wants us to approach him in prayer, calm, knowing that he is the final boss stop. Knowing that he is the one that has the solution. So we approach him knowing that, ah, oh, it ends with God. It all ends here. Immediately, I tender my request to my father. It is sure as settled. I go and sleep, if you know what I mean. Because you are sure that it is settled. So, how you start your prayers 
actually shows who you worship. Shows who has taken possession of your heart. Is it that your problems? So when I listen to people pray, I know if truly that problem has taken hold of their heart. It's either yourself. When you go to God and you have all this self-grandisement and you're going, oh Lord, you know, that last time I sold a seed of one million, I sold a seed of 500,000 pounds, I gave my house to you, I gave my car, I did this, I did that, I checked the list of those that donated for the building fund, I noticed I'm number one. And you are going to God in prayer promoting yourself. Listen to me, there's nothing that you do for God or do to God that will make him answer your prayer. You need to understand this. God does not answer your prayers based on what you've done or what you've not done. God answers your prayers based on his promises. Based on the word he has given to you. God can never do something outside what he has promised. God can never do something outside his word. See, we are in the New Testament where your works does not count. The third thing that shows when you start your prayer, who truly you worship, is how you adore God. How do you speak to him? What is your poise? What is the condition of your heart when you go to him? Are you confident that once you tender this request is as good as done? This is the confidence that we have in him. That whatsoever we pray for, we ask, we know for sure that it is done. If we ask in accordance with his will. Glory be to God. So the first thing, the first two, the first two word phrase I'm going to talk to you about is I worship. I worship. This is exactly how Jesus taught his disciples to pray. He told them that when you come in prayers to God, he says, say to God, our Father. Don't come to God as a God. Come to God as a Father. The way you approach a God and the way you approach a Father is not the same. You approach your Father knowing that... <laughs> There are no heirs with him, knowing that he knows everything about you, so there's nothing hidden from him. You know that he is kind, he is gentle, he is nice, knowing that he's approachable. That now you are before him, there is nothing you can't get from him. You approach God, knowing that he's your father. Hallowed be your name. Always come to God, adoring him. Hallow his name. Lift him high. Lift him up. Hallelujah. Always start with your prayers that I worship you, God. I adore you. I praise you. Glory be to God. Oh, I always teach, teach my kids that whenever they want to start praying, they should, they should flatter God. They should glorify God. They should call him beautiful names. Oh, and I thought it, I taught them some. Now they've come up with theirs. And that is the way we should come to God. He is a king. Kings like praises. As you sing the praises of a king, his heart is malleable. His heart is ready to do for you 
whatsoever your request is. And this is something we must learn. That when we come to God, we should come to God like that. That we always remind ourselves that we are coming to a king. So we flatter him. I worship you. You know about iPad, iMac, iPhone, iPod. I am introducing to you, I worship. <laughs> I worship. Do you know, it is said that when you worship God earnestly, that you have actually prayed well. And that is the truth. Do you know you can stop your prayers at worship and go your way knowing that God has heard, knowing that he will answer, knowing that the challenges will dissipate, will disappear. Because God actually knows what you need before you ask. So if he knows what you need before you ask, and you just come before him, praising him alone, he is already spurred on, <laughs> waiting for you to make your request so he can do that thing that you want. The Bible says that the Queen Esther, after praying and fasting, approached the king. And she was so adorned, beautiful, that when she approached the king, the king asked her to come. And she made a request of the king to come for dinner. When the king came for dinner, after eating, he was so full. <laughs> Listen to me. God does not eat food. God does not breathe oxygen. The oxygen and the food of God is worship. When you worship him and worship him, he is so full. Just like the king Xerxes said to Esther, What can I do for you? Once you worship God earnestly, he gets to a point, he's like, ask, make a request. <laughs> and like Esther, you left that place without making a request. Esther said, don't worry, come back again for dinner. The next day, you and Naaman, she didn't make a request. But you know what God will do? Because he knows your request. He's not man. <laughs> man, man looks at the external countenance, but God looks at the heart. He already knows what you want. And you just worship him and leave. He will do far and above what you did ask. But he will do far and above all the thoughts of your heart. He will do far and above your imagination. He will do far and above those prayers of your heart. Because you worshipped him. Glory be to God. The second two-word phrase is, you said. After worshipping, now say, Lord, remind him his word. Remind him of his promises. What are those things he has said already in his word that he will do for you? This is the time that you remind him of those things. If you listened to me earlier on, I said God will never do what he has not said he will do. So this is the time. Instead of asking after worshipping, say, Father, in your word, you said this. Father, you said this. You promised me this. You said none shall want her mate. You said none shall be sick in the, in the household. You said you shall take away sickness and diseases. You said that you were poor, though you were rich, so that through your poverty, I will be rich. Oh, start bringing those promises. Say you blessed us <laughs> with spiritual blessings in the heavenlies. You said you have given us everything that pertains to life and godliness. Just be give, reminding him. Not that he has forgotten. No, 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 no. You are reminding him. You are laying a foundation on which you will stand. Ha! And the Bible says the heavens 
and earth will pass away, but his word will never pass away. Wrestle with God with words in prayers. Don't wrestle your way through life. Don't struggle. Don't stress yourself. Instead of struggling through life, wrestle your way in prayers with words and that is how you break through. Oh, a good example is um, Jacob. When he was leaving Laban, his uncle and was returning to Esau. As he got to the borders of Canaan, he was so afraid that his brother, who wanted to kill him before he departed, might still be annoyed after 20 years. So he divided his company. He sent, he sent sheep, cattle, the good ones, his servants ahead of him as a gift to his brother Esau. He got the point again. He sent his family ahead of him. And the Bible says that he stayed back. And when he stayed back in Genesis 32, he said they have a conversation with God. That is what prayer is. Prayer is a conversation with God. In verse 28, first let me read verse 9. In verse, in verse 9, the Bible says that Jacob said, O God of my father Abraham, God of my father Isaac, the Lord which saith unto me, Return unto thy country and to thy kindred, and I will deal with you well. Say, Father, this is your word to me. You told me to return. Now at the bank of Canaan, about to meet my brother, I'm afraid. He now said something else again to him in verse 12. He said, Thou sayest, I will surely do thee good and make thy seed as the sand of the sea which cannot be numbered for multitude. He's reminding God of his word. He's reminding God of his promises. <laughs> this is the best way. If he has done this at the beginning, he would have labored for 14 years. If he had wrestled in prayer with words with God, he would have wrestled his way through life, struggling, trying to make ends meet. But alas, he has learned his lesson. He started warring with his words. <laughs> Listen to me. It is time you were with God's word. Pastor Obi will continue this message next week at the same time on the same channel. He will love to hear from you. Please send him a message on Facebook or Instagram at Pastor C.O.B. That is Pastor Letter C.O.B. Follow him on these platforms. Till next week, go succeed. Go prosper, for God is with you.